0: President Trump put out a scathing tweet late Sunday night against President Rouhani of Iran. That's coming up. He put out a tweet this morning, Monday morning, attacking the media. The media keeps saying that Trump is angry that denuclearization in North Korea is not going fast enough. Trump says, what are you talking about? I'm very happy with the pace that it's going. Asia's happy. Japan is happy. There has not been a missile test in nine months. The media got it wrong again. And he says they're always quoting anonymous sources. Wrong. Very happy. Uh, You got to love the way he words his tweets. He's something about it. It's just very, very amazing. Now, a Jordanian journalist says that recent earthquakes and tremors in the Middle East that are being felt in the Israel and Jordan area, guess what's causing them? Yes, the Israelis. (laughs) Carmel Zakarne a Jordanian journalist, he says the Israelis are causing artificial earthquakes. This is like testing they're doing because they're planning an attack. First, they steal clouds over Iran, and now they cause artificial earthquakes. Unbelievable. They're planning to destroy Muslim and Christian holy sites uh, in the occupied old city. So they plan on doing this by causing an earthquake to happen under these locations. Now, how brilliant is Israel. According to this guy, not only can they create earthquakes, but they're going to set off earthquakes smack in the middle of Jerusalem, smack in the middle of the old city, smack in the middle of their own capital. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense, but just quite amazing. Where do they come up with this stuff? All right, a huge story got missed by the mainstream media and even by conservatives, by the way, late last week, Lisa Page Lisa Page testified in front of Congress. It was a private closed-door testimony, and yet she revealed a bombshell in her testimony. It was about a certain text message Peter Strzok sent to her. Nobody talks about this text message. doesn't get the same kind of attention as some of the others, although we told you about it a long time ago. Peter Strzok, right after Mueller was appointed uh, special counsel by Rosenstein, Peter Strzok sent a text saying, there's no big there there. Strzok texted saying two days after Mueller was appointed, there's no big there there. And the speculation was, and we told you this, that he was referring to the collusion probe, the Russia collusion probe referring to the Mueller probe. But Strzok, they asked him about this in his own testimony. He refused to say what that text was referencing. Well, Lisa Page confirmed it to Congress according to numerous eyewitnesses who were at the testimony. Lisa Page confirmed that this was indeed, in fact, a text message referencing the Mueller probe saying, there's no big there they're about the Russia collusion two days after Mueller's appointed, now this is really amazing stuff because Peter Strzok and Lisa Page basically led, especially Strzok led the Russia investigation for ten months. James Comey's FBI had the investigation going on, but before Mueller was appointed, Strzok knew everything there was to know, and he says there's no big there there. And of course, he was out to get Trump. He was completely biased. He basically despised and viciously attacked Trump any chance that he got. And here he is saying that nothing happened. So. I mean, this is unbelievable. And here we are, over $20 million later. Alan Dershowitz, by the way, said that the DOJ made a terrible mistake. That's an exact quote. Issuing the indictment of the Russians right before President Trump's trip to meet with Putin, quote: "The Justice Department is not supposed to be intruding on foreign policy. You're not supposed to be influencing United States policy." And he said, "Embarrassing the president by issuing these indictments before he met Putin was a serious blunder." By the way, Angela Merkel defended President Trump for, ha- for having an upcoming meeting, for planning an upcoming meeting with Putin in the White House. Trump invited Putin to the White House, and the media is going nuts. How can you invite Putin to the White House, especially? after that performance at the summit. And you know that I was hard on Trump with the performance at the summit. He still has to meet with Putin. They have to have a good speaking relationship, a diplomatic relationship. And, of course, Trump should be inviting him to the White House. And Merkel says she says these countries should be talking. Merkel is no fan of President Trump, but even she's defending him on this. All right. The big news is FISA applications, four FISA applications, and then applications for renewal uh, to spy on Carter Page have been released, no thanks to the DOJ. The DOJ fought this in the courts, but uh, a conservative group won thanks to the Freedom of Information Act and got these FISA applications. They're heavily redacted, if you look at it. There's just like black lines everywhere because, of course, the FBI had to redact it for classified purposes. I'm sure they're trying to protect their own skin. But what's amazing is this actually confirms everything that Devin Nunez already told us in his congressional report months ago. Now, you know, you're in trouble when it's like big news, like a blockbuster bombshell story that c- a congressman actually got it right. It's like the media is like going nuts. Devin Nunez's report turns out to be accurate. It's like this is a big, shocking piece of news to people. I mean, I don't know what that says about Congress, what it says about the media, but it's a pretty sad situation here where this is like a big story that everybody's discussing that Devin Nunez got it right. Well, hey, everybody, Devin Nunez actually got it right. Devin Nunez actually didn't lie in his official congressional report about the FISA application to Carter Page. So, what does this confirm for us? Number one, the Steele dossier does indeed make up the bulk of the evidence used by the FBI in applying uh, to this FISA court to be be allowed to put surveillance to spy on Carter Page. Carter Page, of course, was officially working for the Trump campaign. He had a very minor role and he had had dealings with Russia for years. He went to lecture about Russia. There is zero evidence or even suggestion of evidence that Carter Page was somehow spying for the Russians. They did try to target him. You know, they tried to recruit him because that's what Russians do. By the way, that has gone back. Obama's own director of national intelligence said this. It's in the report that it has gone back that practice for 60 or 70 years that the Soviets and the Russians try to interfere with elections, their own elections, U.S. elections, other elections. And yes, they certainly tried to recruit members of the Trump campaign. There's no shock there, but there's no evidence whatsoever of any collusion. Now, also, the FISA application never mentioned that the DNC, Hillary Clinton, or Fusion GPS were the ones who hired Christopher Steele, who paid Christopher Steele for this dossier as opposition opposition research. Remember, this dossier is completely discredited. It says all sorts of allegations about Trump and Russia, and yet it's baseless. It was fabricated by this guy Steele who was being paid. Now, in addition to that, now there is like a footnote that's supposed to maybe imply that it was done as opposition research, but you read the footnote. I mean, it's indecipherable. Now, there's also a Yahoo article we told you about. The Yahoo article uh, corroborated some of what was in the Steele dossier, but it turns out the source of the Yahoo article was, in fact, Christopher Steele. He leaked it, and this was used as corroborating evidence. The article was also used To try to uh, recount some of the story behind Carter Page, but the article, the Yahoo article, was also used as supporting evidence. And uh, as Nunez said, and it turns out that article is just a redundancy because Christopher Steele is the one who leaked the information in that article. The FBI also told the court four separate times that Christopher Steele was not the source of the Yahoo article when it turns out he was the source of the Yahoo article. That's also in this in, in, in this document here. And by the way, Christopher Steele had inappropriate contact with the media numerous times and eventually was fired by the FBI. So this all confirms what Nunez has been screaming about the FBI was looking to spy on Trump's Campaign. This was under Obama, not the, not suggesting that he had any knowledge of it or had anything to do with this, but it was Obama's FBI, and uh, they were clearly trying to sabotage Trump's campaign and eventually discredit his presidency. Uh, by gathering information about his campaign and their dealings with Russia. And it made up a completely phony story about Trump colluding. I mean, there is literally no basis whatsoever that we have ever seen to justify this Russia probe. And of course, now the 20 million plus dollars that we have spent uh, on, uh, on Robert Mueller's probe, and we have gotten not one shred of evidence that there was any collusion. I know that the Russians meddled in the election. We didn't need Mueller for that. Okay, Trump is uh, cracking down. President Trump is cracking down on immigrants who are here illegally but have gained citizenship but have done it fraudulently. In other words, they didn't have a right to become citizens, but they tricked the government into giving them citizenship and have become naturalized. President Trump is cracking down on that. He's also making it harder to obtain citizenship. Now, if you read the media the the let's say the hill.com for example their headline is trump placing more scrutiny on legal immigrants that sounds very nice and melodramatic oh you see trump is attacking legal immigrants but they're not legal immigrants if they came here yes they've been naturalized they're technically citizens they went through the process but if they tricked the president government if they lied if, if they I'm sorry if they tricked the government into giving them citizenship if they lied on their application then that's not called legal immigrant it should say trump is cracking down on naturalized citizens who did so illegally but of course that's not as exciting and that's not as glamorous and that doesn't sound you know it's all about grabbing attention right it's all about getting clicks And making money and, of course, bashing Trump's. Anyway, the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, they're hiring dozens of lawyers and immigration officers to review cases of immigrants suspected of lying to officials during the naturalization process. Also, they're going to start to deny more applications. So let's say if somebody sends an application in trying to obtain citizenship and there's missing information until now, what they've done is the media is outraged by this. Until now, what they've done is they've sent it back, said, here give us more information. Now they're just going to outright deny it if it's missing some information. The media doesn't think this is fair. I mean, just get it right. Get the application right. I understand it's the government. It's very hard. We've all been there with the DMV and social security and whatever, where we have to like go back like seven times because we keep getting it wrong because they make it so confusing. But hey, you know, that's just the system. All right. By the way, remember our podcast, thepassionateconservative.com. This show Most of the episodes, at least, are available on a podcast online. If you know somebody who would prefer to listen that way instead of the phone line, then tell them about ThePassionateConservative.com. You may have heard about this printing guns on a 3D printer is now legal there was a whole back and forth in the courts but basically the government had made it had suspended these uh websites which taught people how to print the directions how to print a gun on a 3d printer you can print a gun print a gun out it's mostly pretty neat stuff mostly made of plastic there's like a little bit of metal in it and uh, you can p- Print out a handgun using a 3D printer. Now, how many people out there are able to do this? It seems it's still pretty uncommon. You have to have the right plastic, and of course, you have to own a 3D printer, but this is now possible, and it seems that it's totally legal. A lot of Democrats are upset. The reason it's legal is because all the gun, well, what happened to gun laws, right? All the gun laws uh, target people who actually manufacture guns and sell guns. But if you just want to make a gun in your own personal property for your own personal use, there's very little regulation about that. And I suspect that's going to be changing very quickly. You'll see a lot of us, certainly in Democrat, blue states and Democrat areas where they're going to have legislation here against printing out guns on a 3D printer. But right now, that's actually legal, which is pretty amazing. All right. Rouhani, President Rouhani of Iran, he threatened Trump a couple of days ago. He said, war with Iran is the mother of all wars. And he basically threatened Trump and said, don't mess with us. Well, President Trump doesn't take this stuff lightly. And he, he, he put out a tweet late Sunday night, all caps, quote, never, ever threaten the United States again, or you will suffer consequences, the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious, exclamation And he has that little dig there against Obama saying we are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words. So, get this back and forth very dramatic stuff here between Trump and Iran and more news out of Iran. Last month's terror attack which was planned by Iran. We told you about this. This was thwarted. This was an attack planned in France in Paris and it was going to be at a rally of 25,000 people. 25,000 people gathered at a rally against the Iranian regime. This, uh, this was, was set up by an Iranian dissident group. Well, it was thwarted by the Mossad. No shock there. Benjamin Netanyahu discussed this at a press conference. We told you about this. The Mossad apparently tipped off a bunch of uh, intelligence agencies in Europe, and they were able to arrest several people connected to Iran that were behind this attack, including an Iranian diplomat. There was an Iranian diplomat in the Iranian embassy in Vienna, uh, who was arrested. He was part of the planning of this attack. That's an Iranian diplomat. That's the government. I mean, of course, we know the Iranian government was behind this planned attack, which was supposed to happen against people protesting against the Iranian regime. And two Belgian nationals, they're also Iranian. They're also originally Iranian. They were plotting to bomb this rally. And as we told you, you know, the amazing hypocrisy the Iranians They're so two-faced, they're begging the European countries to help them try to circumvent new sanctions by the United States. The United States uh, is putting heavy sanctions on Iran since we've gotten out of the Iranian nuclear deal, and that includes a lot of European countries and companies that are going to stop doing business with Iran. Iran right now, they are completely panicking. I mean, they don't know what to do with themselves. They're on the verge of collapse over there, uh, and... And yet, at the same time, they're asking countries like France to help them economically. They're actually planning a tax on France. You cannot make this stuff up. OK, the Senate, it looks like it's going to ignore a House plan. We told you that the House budget uh, it plans to include $5 million, I'm sorry, $5 billion funding to build a wall while the Senate says, no, it's just going to be $1.6 billion. And we told you this might happen because in the Senate, they need Democrat support. I'd be surprised if the Democrats even fund $1.6 billion if it's clear that it's for the wall. It could be they're going to call it border security or something like that. But either way, House Republicans uh, have put out a plan for $5 billion in wall funding, and the Senate, it looks like, is going to knock that down to just $1.6 billion. We'll keep an eye on all of that. Nikki Haley says that China and Russia are messing up denuclearization negotiations in North Korea because they're actually helping North Korea gain access to oil. They're also, there's UN rules. This is not a United States and American thing. This is UN. UN sanctions. Uh, there's a limit to the amount of oil that North Korea can obtain from outside sources. We, of course, they need that for fuel and China and Russia are helping them obtain more oil than they're legally allowed by the UN. Nikki Haley says this has to stop because it's actually harming denuclearization talks. You know, the more... Uh, squeezed North Korea feels, the better that's going to be. And uh, Nikki Haley says, you've got to play by the rules, Russia and China. I don't know where the collusion is. We're supposed to be, of course, colluding with Russia. We're not supposed to be attacking them publicly, but that's Nikki Haley. And finally, uh, Obamacare insurance companies in California are asking for a premium increase. They want to increase their premiums of Obamacare plans by 8.7%, almost a 9% increase. And they say the main reason is because of the individual mandate Uh, Of course, the repeal of the individual mandate, now that means that healthier people, younger people are not buying in, so people who are insured, uh, there's not as much money to kind of offset the cost uh, by these Obamacare insurance companies uh, for the people who they're still covering, so they're saying they're going to have to raise costs, which we told you this might happen, but interestingly... Uh, They are also saying that if people would go for the lowest tier, then there wouldn't be an increase. There may even be a decrease in their premium. So the premium comes from the fact that they're choosing a higher tier plan. There technically is a plan. I'm not sure if this means lower than their current tier or it just means if they stick with the same lowest tier. It's unclear. But the point is they have options. They have options of not raising their money. So again, same old story. And look, you want people to have great health care coverage, but at what expense? So here basically it's saying that they can have coverage by Obamacare and not pay any more than they've been paying, but they're not choosing to do that. They want the better plan, you know, and but they don't want to pay for it, of course. And the media makes it look like they have no option. And the media is, of course, blaming Trump and his repeal of the individual mandate, which was unconstitutional, by the way, the individual mandate. Thankfully, the Republicans repealed it. All right, that's going to do it for today. And we will see you next time.